All right, everyone, I want to welcome you guys to the combo. I'm J.R. Vogel, one third of, uh, of the crew. Wall Street West and Katie Starr, they are on um, their podcast right now. So I'm holding it down tonight. And I got my uh, my homie from Dallas, Texas, Queen Tay. How you doing, Queen? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Come on, I need that energy, though. Like, I need that same energy you be on your lives <laughs> with. You know what I'm saying? I need all of that. It's there. I promise. Today just been a long day, but I promise it's there. I feel it. I feel it. So, um, give it a minute. It's coming. Hey, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it out of you. You know, uh, you know, like I, I love how you tackle a lot of your, um, your topics on your, you know, on your uh, live feeds and things like that, and how you uh, monitor your um, interactions with your followers. Thank and you. Um, you know, I, I just love your perspective. Like, you got a great energy. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you'd be lightweight coming for my job, and you know, I ain't having it. <laughs> I mean, but, I just uh, like to speak my mind. That's all it is. I like to say the, the uncomfortable things. <laughs> but you know what, though? Like, uh, they need to be said, though, especially the way that you go about it. Because you're not like super over the top with it, but you know what I'm saying? You handle it like, you know, with, with, um, polishing class like you know what i'm saying like most things should be handled so um you know i just want to salute you in that aspect and uh you know like you know let pick your brain a little bit and see you know what i'm saying like if we can't cause some healing out in these streets all right i'm ready i'm ready all right so um i want to talk about like something that uh it came up like last week we actually covered it in our live show but um i want to uh touch on this so i don't know if you're familiar with what happened with um uh ryan from black ink crew chicago oh the situation where he had sex with his best friend baby mama uh, exactly okay yeah so, I, I read a little something on that yeah so we uh we actually talked about it you know what i'm saying like in front of our studio audience and we got um mixed emotions kind of with it my question you know for you is like is your best friend's ex off limits first first off and then is your ex's friends off limits okay so that's kind of a 50 50 topic for me because i've actually dated my best friend's ex before and, but it was more of a situation to where like, I grew up knowing him, she came in the picture. We were like, me and him were like cool or whatever. And then she started talking to him, but the whole time I had a crush on him, but you know, I never disclosed it. And then we got a little older and I was like, you know what? I'm tired of this nigga calling me sister. I'm about to convert this nigga into my boyfriend. And so it kind of turned into that situation. But for him and her, it wasn't that deep of a, a relationship and she kind of understood you know that me and him had history so it didn't work out for neither of us but me and my friend we were close enough to where it didn't destroy our relationship now one thing that I would say about that situation with Ryan and his friend is depending on how the man um, displayed his baby mama some men like to go after what's easy you know what I'm saying so 
it may have been just what it was, just to hit it and quit it because he knew that was something that he could easily grab and go. And most of the time, that it, that goes by how a man displays his child's mother. So, like, my oldest son, his father, I'm well-respected where I'm from. So then he can talk down on me all he wants. But his homeboys know I'm, I'm not an easy target. You know what I'm saying? But if he sat there and he, you know, said the shit that he said, and I didn't move the way that I moved, and I moved as if I was an easy target, then I'm almost positive his homeboys would try to get at me. Because he has had homeboys, you know, that came at me and, you know, talked down. Hello? Okay, I think we have a little technical difficulty. Tell you still there? Yeah, I can hear you now. Sorry, that was my phone. It's taken to my car. Um, but just as Ryan went after her, she also opened her legs to him. Mm-hmm. So his best friend can't be mad, especially if he knew the woman he was fucking with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and but they both are wrong. That's how I see it. No party mm-hmm. is more wrong than the other. They're both wrong. But the child's father knows both of them also. He knows the baby mama and her actions and why he stopped fucking with her. And he knows Ryan as his friend. You know what I'm saying? Ryan is wrong because he destroyed the loyalty factor. The baby mama is wrong because, you know, you don't do that. You don't smash the homie. You don't do that. But you got a lot of hoes out here that do that shit. So it's like both of them wrong to me. Nobody's more wrong than the other. It's just Ryan broke the bro code, which is why it's viewed as it's viewed as, as a worse action. But in my head, I'm just feeling like if I want to know what was said to Ryan, because, you know, niggas go, can I curse? I can say niggas, right? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, oh, <laughs> my bad. But um, dudes go and they vent to their homeboys. So what was said to Ryan to make Ryan feel like he can just bypass everything and go mess with her? Because I don't feel like it was, I feel like it was a hit and a quitted. I don't think there was like, I don't even think that there was any talking that was conducted during this hit and quitted. So... Yeah. I, I normally don't get in, you know what I'm saying, involved with a lot of this uh, celebrity-ish, quote-unquote, stuff. Mm-hmm. But with this, it kind of intrigued me because when I first saw it, it was, um, you know, the the best friend was kind of venting, like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying, you, you my boy, you know, you my son's godfather, and then you, you know, you went and did this, right? So I kind of, like, I went down the rabbit hole a little bit, and I started uh, reading about it. And they was actually fucking around for about a year. Oh. Yeah. So it's like, man, it just kind of like added like extra scumbag on top of it. Like, bro, like, and and we, and they kicking it the whole time. So it's like. Oh, so she was messing with Ryan while she was still messing with her baby, her son's father? Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't get that deep into it. Yeah, it was, it was, it's, it's nuts. But it's like, you know, I look at it, you know, in um, in our terms and it's like, all right, well, it happens a lot more times than niggas would actually like to admit. Um, It's it's actually happened to me. And I completely like I cut both their asses off. And, you know, what I'm saying like it wasn't my son's mother, but 
it was like an ex that like kind of like got away you know what i'm saying like the one that you know that you fucked up with but you know what i'm saying like oh, you'll never do it right wrong. there pause right there mm-hmm. you were still mad you were so mad because you were still emotionally invested that's why yes exactly. and the best friend was mad because he was still emotionally invested because if he didn't give a fuck about her he would have been like shit do what you do as long as my son good i'm good too true and like that's- but that's what I'm saying. So as a friend, it's like you should you should know. Like for me personally, I feel like like with any of my friends, they girls is ugly to me. Like I don't look at them with that, you know what I'm saying, in that same view. Because the minute I allow myself to to sexualize them, then it's like I don't go back on that. It's like damn, like I will forever like oh she's sexy as hell. It's like no, nah, like all my friends' girls is ugly. Like I don't care what they look like. They are, I'm sorry, I'm not attractive. And that that keeps me in a space where it's never going to be an issue. Now, how they look at, you know what I'm saying? Like the women I talk to or anything like that, who's to say? But I just know the role that I play and shit. And that's how I have to look at it. So. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I understand that. But I I still think he, he was... He felt the way that he felt because he was emotionally invested still. Now, I didn't know that she was still messing around with him and messing around with Ryan at the same time. Yeah, that I didn't know. It, it gets that's, that's fucked up. Hey, <laughs> listen, we, women said they tired of getting done the way that, that, that they've been getting done and they said they want they lick back. No, <laughs> wait, wait a, wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> I was like, just saying, she said she want our lick back. So, hey, she said I'm gonna kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> Man, lit. yeah, that's fucked up. But at the end of the day, though, like y'all, be, y'all big getting y'all licks back. Hey, like, don't, we, we ain't get enough like, licks. Like, it wasn't enough licks. How many licks ever, does it man. take till you get to the center of the line? <laughs> seventeen, to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's seventeen times two. Goddamn it. So. <laughs> We're not playing with y'all no more. We only lifted our left foot in order to press our right foot down on y'all necks. We ain't playing with wow. y'all. No more. <laughs> wow. Listen, I, I completely like, you know, what whatever happened to like just being like, you know what? Uh, are the days of having the girl like, is that like, are they gone? Are, are all the good girls gone? No, the good girls, the good girls are still there. I'm a good girl. I just don't take no bullshit. I mean, okay. I don't have no means to get no licks back. You know, I'm not. If I felt like I needed to get a lick back, then it means I don't need to be fucking with you. Period. Agreed. Agreed. But Agreed. most women, I mean, I, I'm gonna just say this. Like her said it best on Jasmine Sullivan's song. Like, I, my, we can't take this good girl shit no more because some men. They not looking for that. And like me, I'm I'm woman enough to admit, you know, um, most people don't know that I'm actually married. And so I'm actually separated from my husband right now. And I've been separated for a while, but I don't display that information on my social media. So when people ask, hey, are you single? I just bypass the question because it ain't none of their damn business. However, you know, when it comes to talking to somebody, I've been in a relationship so long because I was with him 10 plus years. I'm in a relationship so long that when it comes to getting in a relationship, I don't know how to do anything but love a nigga. 
and in the time that we live in now niggas don't know how to even receive love mm. so with not knowing how to receive love it fuck ups it fucks up the person that is used to giving the love so now it makes them question themselves like damn what's wrong with me like all I'm trying to do is love your stupid ass and you ever treat me like this like do you did your mama not love you did you not go to your granny house when you was growing up like what the fuck is wrong with you you know what I'm saying? See, but that goes so, that definitely goes both ways, so yeah, and it, it definitely does. I completely agree. However, I'm just speaking on me personally. Like I know I'm okay. a good girl. I know I'm a good woman, and I know mm-hmm. the attributes and the things that I bring to the table that can not only make a man feel good, but the, that can enhance a man's physical, emotional, spiritual, mental uh financial i know that i can enhance all parts of a man's life if he is receptive to what i'm trying to bring to his table as a woman but it takes a very it, it takes a very strong man to understand those aspects of himself and really take in and absorb what a woman is trying to give to him to enhance him without feeling like a woman is belittling him or without feeling like he's insecure because she may she may look more superior than him because she doesn't need him in the aspect he wants to be needed. She needs him in different aspects in order to enhance them both in their relationship. You know what I'm saying? So most men don't understand that because a man wants to feel needed and appreciated. A woman wants to feel secure and taken care of, you know what I'm saying? Like she wants to make sure that, like she always has somebody that has her back. A man wants to feel like, you know, and and, and most men won't admit this, they wanna they wanna feel that a woman always needs them. Like they can be Captain Saberho. That's what men want, you know what I'm saying? And they don't realize that there's more ways to be there for a woman and have her back and there's more ways that a woman needs a man outside of financial. You know what I'm saying? So yep. when men meet a woman that actually has her shit together, uh-huh. that can bring tables to the table, they automatically think, well, shit, I can't do nothing for her. She already got everything she needs. What can I do? And, that- and a woman looking at this man like, bruh, you can love My money can't hug me. <laughs> uh- See, but you, you know what, though? I think that boils down to the example I have growing up as to what love looks like and how to properly, like, show love. Right. And if we weren't, if we weren't privileged enough to um, have good examples of what healthy, you know what I'm saying, like, love looks like, then it's hard for us. I know, like, me, I'm 41, and it's like I'm just now feeling like at this age that I'm able to properly like love a woman to the fullest right um because previously like i didn't realize just how much generational shit that i had to like undo until i really started studying myself um after like failed relationship failed relationship failed relationship i had to take a time out and be like all right hold on it can't be always day for so when i looked at myself i was like all right cool i had to undo a lot of bullshit and um bad habits that i had picked up over the years because i didn't have a great example of how to properly love a woman now with that being said there's women who don't really like understand like i i wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said 
but there's women who do not know how to speak life into a man there's women who will take 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 until there's nothing left for that man to give and then when he needs to have um you know worse affirmations spoken into him and things like that they don't know how to really like to give so it's a give and take on both sides where it's like we both have to be willing to to live and learn each other yeah but one thing that i will say if a woman is taking and taking and taking from a man it's mm. not that she's fully taken it's just she doesn't know herself mm. so in order for a woman to really give to you and really pour into you the way that you need to be poured into she has to know and learn and understand herself and know within herself this is what i need to grow this is how i make myself happy and this is what i need to do for me without a him if she doesn't know that for herself then of course she's going to continue to take from who, whomever will give who, I mean, whoever will give because she's trying to figure out what she likes and what she doesn't like you know what i'm saying and most women don't take the time to learn and love themselves and i'm a prime example of that like when me and my husband separated i took a very very and and i I don't know how long you've been on my page but if you if i i could i could you remember the exact day i followed you oh yeah (laughs) you know what that was right before my birthday yeah you're right you're right you're right but um so you haven't been following I have complete strangers who message me and tell me they are proud of my growth and the reason why is I have been with my husband for so long that I had no idea what I want I had no idea what I wanted the only hats I knew how to wear was how to be a wife, how to be a fiance, how to be a girlfriend, how to be a mom, how to be a cook. I was all them motherfuckers, therapist, the nurse. I was <laughs> all of that. I was the, the the creative director. I was the artist. I was everything. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know how to be who Taylor needed her to be as a woman. Got you. And let, let me ask you this. So how what does that journey look like for you? Bro, that journey is hard than a motherfucker. Like, God damn. Like, it's not easy. Like, you have to do a lot of self-reflecting. You get what I'm saying? Like, a lot of self-reflecting. And I will, like, today I lost my dad. So I lost my father. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, thank that. you. Thank you. Um, But I met my father like at the pinnacle of the time I was like telling myself like bitch what do you want to do with your life like what the fuck do you want what are you looking for he found me I didn't find him I I didn't even know that I was missing a dad <laughs> until he found me you know what I'm saying so he found me he was like you know what I, I know you feel skeptical but I really feel like I'm your dad and he did a blood test we did a blood test turned out he was my father and from meeting me in february 2019 to now he took all the steps to just try to be a part of my life you know what i'm saying and one thing one way that helped me was because you never know what you're missing 
until that piece falls in your lap and it fits directly where you need it to go at that very moment. So with meeting him, I started to learn a lot about myself, like how much we were alike, how much how much we looked alike, how much we worked alike, how our brains thought alike. And meeting him, it just made my whole life make sense because I'm an entrepreneur, yes, but I knew at a very young age, I was like, I'm not meant to work a nine to five. Like me and my husband used to argue about that because I couldn't keep a fucking job. I'm not gonna lie. I was the bitch that couldn't keep a job because I would always quit. I would always have mental breakdowns because I'm like, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing in life. I'm not supposed to be slaving for somebody else's dreams. And when I met my father, um, and mind you, my stepdad raised me, so I had a great father figure in my life. But when I met my real dad, it brought all the pieces together. And he was like, okay, it makes sense. So that began to jumpstart the pinnacle of me trying to figure out who I was. And most women don't take that time to understand who they are and what they want out of life and just how to be alone. Being alone is not easy. It's not easy at all. But you find out so much about yourself during that process. And one thing that I learned, and I even tell my husband this now, is that I'm no good for nobody if I'm not good for myself. That's deep. That's deep. Can I ask you a question? So, by... I know you say you had a, a, um, a strong father figure growing up, um, but by it not necessarily being your biological father, did that play a role in like how you view relationships or anything like that? Hello. That that it oh. didn't change anything. Like my my your stepdad phone, was. Your phone went out. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's every time my phone, like you know how it, the screen a lot. Every time it does that, it, it I guess you can't hear me. So oh. I have to keep tapping my phone so that it'll yeah. light up. But um, no, like my my stepdad, he was a great dad. He was a great father. He did everything for me. But the one thing that I did, I, I will say, is I knew that he wasn't my biological father. So. It's nothing like having your biological parent there to understand and learn your mannerisms, your history, who you are, your ways. You know what I'm saying? And like when I met my real dad, it was like looking at the male version of me. Okay. And we argued alike. We act alike. We did. He called me the son that he never had. Mind you, he has five daughters. And he would brag on me and call me the pit bull of the bunch because I was probably the most tomboyish one of them all. But I was also the one that was the hustler about my shit, about my money. Like, I ain't take no shit from nobody. You know what I'm saying? That was me. And so when I had conversations with him, it, it began to make my life make sense. So one thing that I do, like, tell myself is I try to take take time sometimes to really just understand my history understand who I am understand what makes me tick what makes me mad because I know on social media it may look like I'm like this most positive person and I am but I also do still get mad the only difference is I try to I try to think about shit before I actually react on it you know what I'm saying so it's just this this chapter of my life has really 
been called the makeover because it, it's taken me a very long time to understand Taylor and it's, very, it's taken me a very long time to see the woman that I want to be and that's something that men and women need to do because I feel like we've all become so dependent upon you know love or seeing shit on social media and thinking damn our relationship's supposed to be there our life's supposed to be like that that we don't understand how to create our own realities you know what I'm saying mm. so it's just yeah. like so so like for me I just I just take the time to kind of do a lot of reflecting and the shit is not it's not easy at all and like I even you know I tell my husband he's asked me multiple times he was like you know do you see us getting back together and I'm like I don't know and he was like why do you why don't you know and my my answer to him I think he's beginning to understand it but I don't know if he quite understands it but my answer to him is always right now I'm focusing on bettering me I'm focusing mm-hmm. on loving me to the if, the fullest extent because I know that if I love me to my fullest extent, then no matter what you do, no matter how you make me feel, I know that I always have me to fall back on. And I told him, I said, I'm so focused on creating my own reality of happiness that I don't even know if I can give you what you're asking for, which is not fair to you. Like You're asking me to be a wife to you. I'm telling you I can't be that right now. So that's not fair like- to you the same person that he knows anymore I'm def- yeah I'm definitely not the same person and that's in a good way it's not that mm-hmm. like when I say I'm not the same per- person I'm more a more mature and evolved human being like I don't be niggas throw themselves at me left and right this should be funny as fuck because I don't need- <laughs> <laughs> unlock the phone A lot. <laughs> 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 All I heard was unlock the phone. <laughs> but um, telling me left and right, and I don't pay attention to it because I'm so zoned in and I'm so focused on me. Because no matter what happens in the future, no matter who I may end up with, I want to make sure that I am the best version of me, so that I can give that my that relationship my all. You know what I'm saying? Because Sometimes we settle for what feels good instead of actually, you know, being with what makes us better. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I don't want to just, just feel good anymore. No, you know what? I just had that. Um, I just had that conversation with my son's mother, and um, you know, like our dynamic is a little bit different. Like I just, I have a one-year-old. I have mm-hmm. a 16, 14, one go figure yeah um but with uh my baby son's mom our dynamic is like we're oil and and water um however it's like by us having a co-parent and really kind of you know figure some shit out there's a lot of growing that has to had to take place on both sides and you know, the reason why I was asking you, you know, some of the uh, questions I was asking you is because you guys, you remind me of each other as far as like your hustles and um, a little bit of the upbringing from what I've learned so far. But 
you know, like she's in a space where it's it's hard to tell someone that hey, you you have healing to do. Um, because everyone heals in their own time in their own way, right? But as a man, once I realized that hey, you know what, you got some shit that you're dealing with that I can't help you with. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've done as much as I can do to to try to assist. However, mm-hmm. you you got you know what I'm saying some inner work to do. Yeah, that was a tough conversation to have um, with her. That's why I was asking, like, what does that process look like? Because you know, like, I know what when I hit my my space where I had to like really like take a time out and look at myself with a with a. Um, unbiased eye like it was because I had enough I got tired of of getting what I was getting so a change had to come from somewhere and that change was from within trying to evoke that or or at least like open up someone else's eyes to say hey you know what the shit that you're doing ain't right but there's a reason why you're doing it you know what I'm saying like and, and you need to really face whatever that reason is that's a tough conversation to have with someone who's not ready to to accept, you know what I'm saying, their role in anything. So, right. you know, like, it, it it baffles me, you know, at sometimes, but then it's like, it puts me in a space where it's like, yo, like, this person has, it's like the ultimate 80-20. That's the best way I could put it. On paper, everything is amazing it's like all right you know what this woman has the looks she has the career she got the hustle you know what i'm saying everything clean house you know boom 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 but emotionally unstable she will fuck your shit up (laughs) (laughs) and it's like it's the the weirdest balance but it's like it's one of those things where it's like it's bad enough where it makes a person like cancel out all the 80 if that makes sense so it's like yeah we'll call this part two (laughs) yeah I don't I don't know what happened it's cool but I I guess I, I say all of that to say like um from a from a woman's perspective how do you how do you know when you reach that point where it's like you know what let me let me take that time out let me do the work you you just get tired like me i was just tired mm-hmm. like there's a difference between being physically tired and mentally tired like your body can be tired but it'll still keep moving your mind can be tired everything just becomes difficult you get what I'm saying yeah like I don't know for me I got mentally tired like I I, I, I tell people this all the time I ask people I say are you living or are you existing and it got to the point to where I was existing I wasn't living at all I was existing Mm -hmm. and at that moment I realized I was like you know what I gotta do something different and so even now when people see me, I'm always happy and go lucky and bubbly and all that other stuff. 
but that's not because that that doesn't mean I don't have shit going on in my life it just means I choose to be happy I choose happiness over anything and I even had somebody tell me like a couple of weeks ago they was like you know when I first met you I was kind of jealous and I was like why were you jealous they were like because you were always so happy so vibrant so just full of life and I used to sit there and think how the fuck is she always so happy (laughs) and I would tell people I was like I said happiness is a choice and of course depression is real don't get me wrong depression is a real motherfucking thing that is one of the darkest places you can ever be in however you have to choose Unlock the phone. <laughs> All I heard was unlock the phone. But um, you have to wake up every day and say, look, I am grateful for this. I am grateful for that. There is somebody in this world who is not as lucky as me to, you know, have the things that I have, have a, a um, you know, a nice bed to sleep in, a hot shower, food to eat people that love me a cell phone you know just the small things mm. and i was like there's people in this world that don't have that luxury so i need to show gratitude for the things that i do have and i need to not be ungrateful you know for the things that i don't like i just have to be i have to be positive in all aspects of my life because you also get your blessings that way you know what i'm saying you get your blessings by showing gratitude for the things that that you do have and the things that you don't have because the things that you don't have that that may be a sign that you didn't need it at that moment it wasn't meant for you to have at that moment you may have it later at the time that it's appointed to you but right now it doesn't serve your purpose gotcha. you know what I'm saying? so you just have to like me i just choose to be happy and when i got to that pinnacle moment to where i was like you know what i gotta do some shit different i was literally under a rock i wasn't rock bottom i was under that bitch like mm. looking over the rock like y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna help me get this shit off me (laughs) and so it took me it took me having to understand like look i don't know why when you said it was it just sounded so funny i'm sorry (laughs) like y'all just gonna stand there yeah y'all just gonna stand there and y'all just gonna look at me in this rock like y'all know i can't move this bitch so you just gonna let the rock sit on me I bet. I remember that. When you got a rock on you. I'm going to just get your ass too. Exactly. <laughs> so, but, but that was me. Like, I was, that was like the moment that I kind of realized, like, it's okay to have friends. It's okay to have people to lean on. And it's okay to have people to have your back. But if you don't know how to have your own back, those people don't mean shit. Because they can't always be there. You came into this world alone. You know what I'm saying? So you have to know and understand how to have your own back and then use those other people when it's a time of need. They cannot be your primary source. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those other people have to be your secondary source. You have to be your primary source. And once I kind of grasped that idea, I hit the flow running. I was like, oh, no, y'all got me fucked up. Let me glow up real quick on you motherfuckers. There you go. And that's it i mean and i'm still i'm not perfect i have my own issues i have my own problems like i tell people people tell me all the time they're like you perfect i was like nah i talk a lot of shit like i'm (laughs) my mouth is a weapon (laughs) and i'm still trying to you know 
understand the power of the tongue because sometimes I don't have a filter. Sometimes I'm learning that common sense ain't common. Everybody ain't gonna understand or comprehend in the same way that I understand and comprehend. And everybody just, people lack common sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So during your personal journey as a man or as a woman, it also takes a lot of interpreting uh, the other species, i.e. the men, the women, the children that are in your life or surrounding you. Because if you don't know how to communicate with them or how to understand them, you ain't gonna know how to really survive in society because you gotta deal with people daily unless you're just gonna live in your your house or under a rock by your damn self. But you have to learn how to adapt to society because society is gonna be the pinnacle variable that changes how certain shit is shifting in your life. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? So... Those are the things that I'm learning as an individual. Because one thing I also learned is that I really don't like people. I just deal with them motherfuckers because I have to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm I'm serious. Like, I don't. I I 1,000% agree with that. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like a necessary evil. Right. Because you got people, man, like, people suck. Um, and you have a lot of people who, especially as an entrepreneur, I have zero um, patience when it comes to questions. It's like I give you like three questions about business without you cutting a check. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like you know what? Mm, you wasting my time, or you just trying to pick my brain. I'm not in the mood. I'll talk to you later. So yeah, I, I get the asshole tag for that. But it's like oh, yeah. whatever, I'll take it. People, people call me an asshole all the time. Like, I'm the sweetest person. Like, real talk. Don't let my social media fool you. I am the nicest person you will ever meet. Like, I am fucking Jingle Bells nice. But mm. no, 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 You're I am. Okay. But but I'm an asshole. I ain't gonna even lie. I'm an asshole sometimes because it's just like common sense ain't common. But it's common enough for you to fucking understand. You know what I'm saying? And so, some people don't have... They missing a few few cells in their brain somewhere. They missing a few of them. But then, one thing I'm also having to understand is that I've been through a lot more shit at 30. Just, Just the 30 years that I've been on this earth, I've been through a lot of shit. And some people have been lucky enough to go through nothing. So they don't have the life experiences to teach them certain things. You know what I'm saying? They don't. They don't have had to really like deal with people in a certain. Unlock. We'll call this part three. <laughs> I don't know why it keeps it keeps kicking me out. I think it's because I was turning my car on and off. That might be it. So let's talk about let's talk about uh, your business. Um, yeah. You know, t- tell the people exactly what it is, what all you have going on. Um, I am 
and it's about to or it's about to get quiet. I'm getting out of my car. Okay. Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I do a little bit of everything. My biggest business and my biggest baby is um, I own a spa in downtown Dallas called Touch and Spin. Um, our that's where we met. Is, you said what? I said, yep, that's where we met. Yep, and so we do a little bit of everything. It's actually preserving the best version of you. So... We do facials, massages, waxing, body contouring. We work with a lot of their, uh, a lot of doctors for people who have surgery. So we do a lot of post-op care. Shit, I mean, you could put that we therapists on our resume too because our clients be coming in there telling all their business and asking <laughs> for advice. Um, and that's like that's that's just my biggest baby. I also um, am an investor. I deal a lot with real estate. Nice done much since COVID actually came about but um, I do a lot of real estate um, my business partner is actually a real estate agent and I do the investing portion so when she can't go in and close the deal um, as a realtor I go in and close it as an investor and I lowball the shit out of them in order to get it um, but yeah I do a little bit of everything in January I'm gearing up to open my business consulting business and um credit repair so i I do a little bit of everything um i'm i'm a pretty you know smart individual and i just like helping people and that's kind of been the gear when it comes to my businesses it's just helping people and a lot of the stuff that i do i really just be to my heart and everybody be like you need to charge people and i'm like i don't even know what to charge them because i just feel like you can get this shit off of Google, YouTube, all of it. Because I got a, a master's degree in YouTube. So Man, you can listen. <laughs> but you know what, though? It, you, as much as you could tell people that, they would still rather just pay for it. Right. That's that's a fact. That you know what I'm saying? Fact. So it's like I see nothing wrong with putting a price tag on it. Like, like I'm starting to do uh, credit repair also. And... Mm-hmm like none of the techniques are like rocket science but you people don't want to do the work so it's like well if i'm gonna do the work i will you're gonna pay me for it so exactly so and i tell people all the time that's why i give a lot of my information for free because it's just Mm -hmm. like it's like you can go and you can get this this information on your own I'm just giving you the easier route and that's really how I get a lot of my blessings because a lot of people just be like, you know what, Taylor, I'm gonna just I'm gonna do this for you, I'm gonna do that for you, like because they know that I'm doing it out the kindness of my heart because I just be wanna see people win, especially my people. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well look, I wanna give you your roses. Um and let you know that from the outside looking in and having uh, met you for the short time that, you know what I'm saying, that we did meet when, when we were in Dallas, that you're doing an amazing job, man. And I want to salute you for the uh, the inner work that you're doing on yourself, as well as the light that you're shining on others and allowing them to kind of uh, bear witness to your process. Because it's not easy being that transparent, but also, you know what I'm saying, like, really like just showing people that it's okay to work on you. 
So thank um, you. I appreciate that, and I do. That's one of the reasons why I say some of the things that I say on social media and do some of the things that I do, because people feel like it's supposed to be a certain stigma. Like you don't have to be politically correct all the time. Like damn, you know how many people message me and say I'm too pretty to be cussing as much as I do. My response be like, "Fuck you, get out my face, <laughs> sister." I'm just saying. Grand rising, sister. Your your tongue is a little bit dangerous. I'm just like, well, you can get the fuck off my page. You can fuck a lot of stop fucking looking at my shit. You followed me, didn't you? I'm telling you, I be having to tell, I be having to tell people like, look, on social media, they criticize you for being you, then they criticize you when you act a certain way. They be like, damn, like. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. Listen, social media people are a whole different breed, man. I'm telling you, a whole different stupid breed. Exactly. So, you know, it, it, it's very fascinating when you see, when you know people offline, and then you see how they represent themselves online, and you like, man, these is, what the fuck? <laughs> right. I had a text a friend of mine like, wait a minute, what you doing? Like I just saw you like three hours ago. Why are you posting you in Miami? Oh, uh, man, don't don't worry about it. Don't, I'm like nigga, never mind. <laughs> but hey, to each his own. Atlanta, only because I like I'm like I'm trying to get some 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 business out there because we about to expand. So yeah, mm-hmm. I understand that part. <laughs> oh no, this nigga so, was just he was just. You got you. I was about to say, I understand that part because I be doing it. Nah. But I, I'm not Hollywood. Like, people hit me up all the time. They be like, oh, you're a celebrity now. It's like, definitely not a celebrity. Don't call me that because I don't want that stigma put on me. You, you know what? You are. How about that? I'm you not, be- though. Like, I. You are because you have people who look up to you or they look to you for a certain thing. So that makes you a celebrity in their eyes. I guess. I gotta wear the hat. Sorry. Yeah, you just you like the umpteenth person that has said that you gotta wear the hat. Hey, like, listen. You know what I'm saying? Like heavy as the head. However, it's like you know, God don't put more on you than what you could bear. That's true. That is definitely true. So, I agree. Well, look, I definitely appreciate you for joining the combo. Uh, we've had an amazing conversation. And uh, once again, I do want to send my condolences to you and your family for your dad's loss. Um, Thank you. You know, you gained an angel. And just know that he go watch over you from here on out. Whatever you got going on is going to be blessed 90 times fold. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Miss Taylor. So once again, thank you very much. And I appreciate you for accepting the invite, man. I can't wait to kick it again next time I come to Dallas, man. Yeah, where you from? I'm from Cleveland. Oh, snap. I did not know that. I did not know you were just down here visiting. Well, we, we did the launch party, and um, yeah, that flopped severely. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I was looking for the, the place.